0: everybody, and welcome to the Heart to Heart Therapy Podcast, where we have heart to heart conversations about anything having to do with a relationship. I am in Kingman, Arizona, downtown Kingman, Arizona to be exact, where there are amazing little shops and restaurants to enjoy and eat at if you're ever in this area my specialty is marriage and family therapy i also do individuals Uh, i actually see people of all ages with different issues that may be bothering them at the moment i always want to recommend you subscribing liking this podcast and definitely please recommend it to anybody who you feel would benefit from this if you ever have any questions or comments, please email them to heart to heart psych at gmail.com. And if you can give me five stars, I would definitely appreciate it. And if you're not comfortable giving me five stars, then definitely shoot me an email and give me some constructive criticism. I'm always open. And this week we are going to be talking about red flags <laughs> why do we ignore them oh my gosh that's a good question I think why do we ignore these red flags I can tell you firsthand and I will not that you can see me but I'm raising my hand telling you oh yeah I've ignored so many and I remember I don't even know where I heard it from. But I once heard someone say, when you have rose-colored glasses on, red flags are just flags. So you can't tell the difference between green flags or red flags. They're just flags. So there is that. So let's get into why we decide to ignore red flags. So I was doing some research and I found this nice article on goodtherapy.org and um, it was written by Angela Avery and it says, why do we ignore the red flags in our relationships? And it was written 24th, 2016. So I want to make sure to give a shout out to her. And I loved her list. So I'm going to share it with all of you. First, she said, we ignore red flags because we are afraid they are telling the truth. Painful story. We may ask questions of our partner about their behavior and receive answers, but we leave the answers alone even if they don't quite fit. Often, we don't want to know the truth. We would have to change something, our lives, the place we live, our finances, perhaps even ourselves, if we found out the truth. That can simply be too exhausting to think about, even if we are certain it's happening. We don't want our partner to say they're having an affair because of what that would mean for us, our families and our lives. That doesn't necessarily have to be affairs. It could be any number of things. I know that I have ignored some red flags, because I didn't want to believe the truth. In my head, I had created this version of someone, of who they are. And so by ignoring this red flag, I get to prove to myself that they are this person. And let me just say that sooner or later, those rose colored glasses come off and you're smacked with that red flag. And you're left saying to yourself, I should have known better. Yeah, we all do it. Second, here's the second reason we ignore red flags. We ignore red flags because we think our intuition is wrong. It simply cannot be right. So we engage in denial. And carry on as if nothing is wrong because it's easier to deny than to go through the pain of conflict. Surely your beloved partner would never do that to you, right? They vowed they wouldn't. We ignored our gut feelings, signs of disconnection, inappropriate conversations, and foggy details. We assumed after hearing our partner's explanation that we must be crazy and their explanation is the complete truth. Challenging our intuition is a dangerous game because it blocks us from knowing primal truths. Ah we have to sit and be faced with this for a little bit we second-guess our intuition that happens shoot as a mom I know I've second-guessed my intuition not that this counts as ignoring a red flag but as a mom I remember normally I don't answer phone numbers that I don't recognize. This was prior. And then one time, there was a phone number that called, and I didn't answer it. And then there was a voicemail, so I listened to the voicemail. And it was one of my children stating that their practice had been canceled. And so they were using one of their teammates' phones to call to say that um, they needed to be picked up. I was only 10, 15 minutes away. And so from here on out, I answer phone calls from unknown numbers that I don't know, just in case. Which sucks, because a lot of times it's the spam calls, but so I don't do that anymore. I listen to my intuition. But listening to your intuition when you're in a relationship or you're starting to know someone, why why do that to ourselves? I'm thinking it's because we wanna give them the benefit of the doubt. And like it said, maybe we are being crazy. Maybe it's our past coming back to haunt us and this person isn't the past person. So we wanna ignore the intuition. I don't know about you, but more times than not, that intuition was right. Oh, here we go. Next one. Third, we ignore red flags because we have been indoctrinated to believe that marriage and committed relationships are hard work. As a couple, you're supposed to struggle and compromise, right? Marriage and relationships are indeed hard work, but they shouldn't be so hard that you feel disrespected and at war with your own intuition. Man, I really wish that somebody I knew could hear that last one marriage and relationships are hard work indeed but they shouldn't be so hard that you feel disrespected and at war with your own intuition gosh that is something i think that some people just feel that you you do have to put work in relationships absolutely you do right you have to uh You have to know how to communicate. You have to know how to work through those emotions and not take it on in your partner if it wasn't something that they did. But you shouldn't be at war with your intuition. There's a big deal about that. So, I... want to talk a little bit about a red flag that I have encountered well this was I don't even know about six or so months ago and uh, I tried the online dating thing yeah I don't get it but for those of you who are having luck with it that is amazing me not so much so I matched with this person and the communication went fairly well I think like there was uh, a decent conversation going like it wasn't overwhelming like when we could talk we could and there was talk about us meeting and so this was my fault I'll take responsibility for this one but I was waiting for this person to actually take initiative to come up with a time to meet and a place and a day and I kept waiting and waiting and yes we talked about it and we kept waiting I kept waiting and then um, finally um, this person sent me a text and said when can you schedule me in and I said well when are you available and I'll make sure to create some time so um, this individual told me of their days off and so I made sure to block off my evening so that way I was available and i said all right so dinner he's like yes and then he said i really hope it works out (laughs) okay so instead of saying something like i'm excited to meet you or i can't wait to talk to you face and face and mind you this has been like six weeks so that should have been my red flag right there like it's been six weeks And there hasn't been any initiative to meet face-to-face. I know, you're all cringing, wondering, oh my gosh, Jessica, what are you doing? Trust me, I asked myself the same question. So anyway, so we discussed this particular day and this person um, mentioned this particular restaurant and... I stated, okay, well I'm free from this time to this time. I just need to be home by this time. So one, uh, this kind of gave me an out in case it didn't work face to face. Then I could say, oh, hey, look at the time. I got to make sure I make it home. And then, um, so the night before nothing was brought up. And then the day of that we had planned a meeting for dinner there was nothing, no communication which is weird because normally we communicate all the time and so I sent a text and said are we still on for dinner and then the person said well what time and I said well I thought around this time and then the person said well that's early and Um, like I have to make arrangements. (laughs) Okay. Like I thought one that we had talked about this for two weeks, but okay. Uh, So that should have been a red flag, I guess. One, I was just assuming that was what was going to happen. And then his one term that said, I hope it works out. And then also, he didn't make prior arrangements, although he said it was his day off, so a little tad confusing. So I was frustrated, and uh, he sent me a text, I don't know a couple of days later, and said, "Hey, you haven't been very active or responsive or something on the text messages." and I said, I know, I'm sorry, uh, that's my bad, and I said, I should let you know that I'm disappointed that it didn't work out, and I'm confused as to why it didn't, and he never answered, and he just asked something along the lines of, um... Do you want to continue talking? Or are you still interested or something? And I said, honestly, I am less interested now. And I wasn't trying to be mean. That wasn't my intention. I was just stating that I am less interested because one i cleared off my schedule because i was under the impression that we were going to meet for dinner and two you couldn't be bothered to do that meet me for dinner so yes i was definitely less interested so there are some definite red flags that looking back i should have seen and i went against my gut instinct And to be honest, like a couple weeks in, I should have just asked, Hey, are we ever going to meet instead of just letting it go as long as it did without actually meeting face-to-face because let's be honest, how are you going to know if there's a connection unless you meet face-to-face, I'm going to have a guest speaker next podcast. She had learned that her previous partner had cheated on her with somebody that she considered a best friend. So she's going to come on and tell her story. And I'm pretty sure that if she looks back, she's going to be able to see some red flags. In fact, I know she was. She will be because her and I talked about it. And yes, I had asked her when it was all said and done if she would like to come on because sometimes telling your story is just as therapeutic. And how else are we going to be able to grow and move on unless we're able to talk about it and get some some closing I guess right You get some closure so for any of you out there that would like to be a guest and maybe talk about your relationship it doesn't have to be something bad or definitely something good talk about stuff that's working for you I would love to be able to have different people on different walks of life different lessons that they have learned about relationships. So, all right, I would like to end it now and um again, this is Jessica Lewis at Heart to Heart Therapy with the podcast and I am located in Kingman, Arizona. You can um email me if you have any questions or comments. But I want to make sure to end today's session with a song titled Red Flags by this artist named um, Andra Day. She has this really amazing voice. I really like it. So it's something new that I heard recently. And uh, yeah, so I definitely want to give her credit to the song Red Flags. All right. Thank you all for listening. And please give me a five-star rating and subscribe and definitely recommend me to people. I appreciate it. Oh, another thing. Have a phenomenal day.